Our scripture this morning is from the Gospel of John in the first chapter. I'm reading from the Common English Bible. This is our third grade Bible, and I'll be reading from this verses 10 through 18 today. Listen for the word of the Lord. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through the light. But the world didn't recognize the light. The light came to his own people, and his own people didn't welcome him. But those who did welcome him, those who believed in his name, he authorized to become God's children, born not from blood, nor from human desire or passion, but born from God. The word became flesh and made his home among us. We have seen his glory, glory like that of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified about him, crying out, This is the one of whom I said, He who comes after me is greater than me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace, as the law was given through Moses. So grace and truth came into being through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, God the only Son, who is at the Father's side, has made God known. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. O gracious and holy God, we give you thanks for this gift that we might gather and worship in spirit and in truth. Now, by your grace, may the word who dwells among us call us deeply to worship and to know you. Through the gift of your Holy Spirit, my, may my words, the meditations and the thoughts of my heart become your word, O oh God. Through Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have you ever read a story that just grabs you and hooks you in right from the very beginning. I want to share a few of my favorites with you this morning. Tell me if you recognize from the first line of the story. So this is the like participatory. Raise your hand, call out, let me know, okay? Even from home, you can let us know. Here's the first line. Chapter one, the boy who lived. It began... Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four Privet Drive were proud to say they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. Can't. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Ding, ding, ding. Well done. It's a good story. It hooked me. My kids got all the way through the series. I didn't get that far, but I definitely got through this one. <laughs> um, okay, try this one. This one you might have to go. Everyone will have to go a little bit further back into their memory. Chug, 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 puff, 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 ding, dong, ding, dong. This happy little train with toys and treats. Is even close? The engine that could. Stephen, you got it. Yes, the little engine that could. Right, so often read with children as they're young. The story about a little train engine full of toys and treats, carrying them to the other side of the mountain. They work together to get there and deliver their gifts. 
Okay, this is one of my other absolute favorites. The first line may be a little tricky. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on the leaf. Hungry little you love it? Do you know what it is? Hungry little That's right. The very hungry caterpillar, right? In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. The little caterpillar that eats his way all through the gardens and becomes a beautiful butterfly. What about this one? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times, Paula. A tale of two cities, that's right. A good book hooks you from the very beginning. It draws you right into the story. It makes you, or at least it makes me, want to grab a blanket, carve out time in my schedule, and make sure with a cup of hot chocolate, especially on a snowy day like this, there's time to dig to know who's who, to find out what the problem of this story is and how they're going to figure it out. Well, friends, the four gospel writers did something a little bit similar. Each one of them hooked their audience with a little bit of a different grab. Mark, who often seemed to be in a rush, took all of nine, or nine, at max, 12 words to introduce the person of Jesus. That's it. Just jumps right to the punch and tells us the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Now, John, Matthew, Luke, they take a little more time getting there. They wind their way through. In fact, some of them even use thousands to get to the point and to tell us about the birth, the childhood, the early experience of who is this person, Jesus. But the Gospel of John begins with the beginning. The Gospel of John begins in the beginning. I think John does this on purpose, calling us back to the early Genesis narrative. As God created the earth, so this person, the Son of God, Jesus, was with him. At its core, at God's core, there is love. From the start of time, through all of creation and all of humanity and all of history, there is God's love at our core. At the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh. God in human form, God in the Word made flesh. This is what a colleague of mine says, God made local. Because how else can we know love, not from afar or any distant place? We know love up close and personally. We know love as it is expressed and spoken to one another and as it is heard. We know love when it is near, when it is local to us. And so John walks us through the story of Jesus. God in human flesh, 
born as a baby, wrapped in his mother's arms, learning to walk and laugh. This God in human form who sat down to supper with his friends, who probably developed a taste for different kinds of foods. I wonder if he preferred sweets more than spinach. If breads were a little more palatable than what his mom asked him to eat, like it is at my house. This was God local. God in human flesh. God even who got dirty as the carpenter working through, through day and coming home with sawdust and making the house dirty at night. But John wanted us to know that this Christmas story, this one we hear each year, this story is the story of Christ born in human flesh expressed to be known for us, the word to show us light, the word to show us God's glory, full of grace and truth, he says. A while back, I heard a news story about the Prince of, Eng of England, Prince William. Apparently, after his college days, he took a day and went into the town of London and spent the night outside. No one knew he was doing it. It wasn't publicized. He just had a hoodie over his head, sneakers on his feet, jeans, and maybe a blanket for the night. He wanted to know the people. The next morning, when it became known that this was Prince William, and people began to tell the story, they said, what did he look like? And the answer, of course, was one of us. He looked just like one of us. He looked tired. He looked cold in the morning. It was a cold night. He looked disheveled. He was one of us. It seems maybe an odd thing to do for the Prince of England to spend the night outside. I think he learned this from his great-grandmother. You see, during the Blitz attacks of the wars in 1940, the queen was pressured to take her young children and to leave the palace, to withdraw to Canada, to a place that they could ensure the children's safety. But the queen at that time and said, even though her children were only 10 and 14, Queen Mother Elizabeth, not send her children away. Leave with me, she said, and I will not leave without the king. Will not leave. So the family stayed. They stayed in London to keep up the spirits of their neighbors and of their community. And I can't help but chuckle that apparently Adolf Hitler called her the most dangerous woman in all Europe for making this courageous choice. There was, in fact, a time that came when the Blitz came so close that it hit their home, and it bombed out the east end of their home. Queen's response to this, should she flee? Should she take her children? No, instead, 
She looked clear-eyed at them and said, Now we can see the east end, eye to eye. The doors are open. The windows aren't there. Now we can see one another eye to eye. In Jesus, the word became flesh. And God looked us, humanity, eye to eye. God knows what it is to love. To bleed, to die, to live. For this is a story that tells us of God's deep love for us, the children of God. A love that lived for us, a love that hurt for us, a love that lived for us again. And now we know, friends, we are never alone, for we have received the gift of God, Emmanuel, God in human flesh, God's presence with us. Amen and amen.